Welcome back to Bombshell 1111 Podcast. I was her series. I'm Kia. I'm Shantae. I'm Keanu Dean. I'm Ashley. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of I Was Her. Welcome back, ladies. How are you guys doing? How you doing, Shantae? You stay. Feeling good. Thanks, sis. Ashley, what's up? How you doing, girl? Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Kiana D, what's going on? Hello, hello. Kiana D is in the house. Welcome, ladies, and thanks so much for joining me again tonight for us to do our second episode of I Was Hurt. And tonight, you guys, we're going to be talking about trauma. So let's jump right into it. Um, as we stated before, you guys, we will always do a bombshell of the week. And so this week, the bombshell of the week is Charlotte Neberez. No, I'm sorry. She is an 11 year old young lady making history. Um, she is the first black led New York ballerina. Um, she led the Nutcracker. She's a student at the School of American Ballet, and she was handpicked to be the star for Nutcracker. So shout out to Charlotte Neberez, an 11 year old young lady, you guys. So that is our bombshell of the week. Yes, right. awesome. Awesome. I love that. 11 yes. years old. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Can you imagine? Wow. Um, yeah, um, so definitely giving her a shout out. So you guys, let's just go ahead and jump right into our topic for tonight. And our topic, you guys, is trauma. Um, just so um, you guys can have an understanding of what trauma is, I'm going to give a clinical definition of what trauma is, and we're going to jump right into our episode. Trauma is the emotional response to a distressing, unexpected event called a traumatic event. Traumatic events cause a person to experience physical, emotional, psychological, or spiritual harm. So just so you guys as the audience can have an understanding of exactly what trauma is, that is the clinical definition for trauma. Um, so we're going to jump right in and let's just have this conversation, ladies. Um, anyone can answer this or um, get feedback on this. Has anyone experienced trauma that they would like to share um, during their life? A, a, a traumatic event? Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh okay uh sorry about that guys for the pause but um yeah so one of the um traumatic events um that that has happened in my life was me losing my daughter in 2015 um I did not think that I was going to experience such a loss um, I really, really was really hopeful that I would get to raise her, but um, it just, it was, it didn't happen that way. Mm -hmm. So, but during that time, like I was, uh, we were speaking about this earlier during that time, I didn't understand why I was going through it. Uh, but here I am today being able to um, help other women or families who have experienced infant loss and and dealt with infertility and things of that nature. But it was it was difficult because I naturally was just trusting God and like, okay, I know that this isn't going to be, you know, like um, 
I just felt like that she was going to survive. So when she didn't, I definitely can say that I did have a period of time when I did question God, but naturally no longer I don't. And I'm, I'm grateful that we were able to experience an angel on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone yeah. else like to share? Um, my take on trauma, because we've all had trauma, um, and traumas range from, you know, small things to, to major things. Um, the loss of, um, you, you having your, um, first crush not like you back or whatever the case was a small trauma for me in elementary school, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, I've talked about, you know, my sexual traumas on the show being, you know, raped and molested. That was a, a major trauma. I've talked about the trauma of losing my mother. That was a, a grief trauma. So trauma happens in so many different ways and so many different aspects of our lives. And the thing and the major thing that I'm learning and taking away from my journey is that they were all necessary. Yes, they were all hurtful. And yes, um, they were things that I've never thought that I would experience. Um, but they all helped to shake me in some way, some shape, and some form. And mm-hmm. through my line of teaching, through, you know, through learning how to adjust our mindsets to these things, that's what helped us to be able to handle them. Um, Abraham Hicks put it as contrast. That's the word she uses all the time. Mm. Um, that we go through contrast in life. And, and I like how she puts that. And um, unfortunately, we cannot save each other from these different moments of contrast and trauma, but we can learn how to healthily deal with them. That way we can live productive, healthy, you know, mental lives, you know, mentally healthy lives um, and productive lives. You know, it's just, it's the holding on to these traumas, the holding on to these contrasts that causes us to go into these deep patterns of depression anxiety you know all these cycles because we're holding on to these moments in time and Mm -hmm. that's another thing that they are they're just moments in time it's like we have good moments in time we have moments in time that doesn't feel you know as good wow you said a a complete mouthful right there yeah I, i totally agree there's for me as well there's been different types of drama drama trauma um as you said like um grief trauma when my grandmother passed away when my granddad passed away when my aunt passed away my uncles that was really hard for me because I grew up in the home with all of my uncles my aunts like I was the only niece in the home so I have a close relationship with all of my uncles um uh, and then on the other side of that um the separation or the split with my family that was very traumatic with for me because that was all I knew for 12 years um, so, and having to start over, um, with my daughters, that, that was something, um, that was very traumatic for me because, you know, when, when you, you, that's a fear that you have, um, when you become a mother that, you know, you don't want to become air quote, another statistic. You want that two parent structure household that type of thing so that was something very traumatic for me as well um kiana so i, I totally agree there could be many forms and different types of trauma um ashley do you have anything to add to that no i agree with um i agree with kiana as she expressed mm-hmm. different natures of it um for me i've had um multiple traumas the main one for me that sticks that stuck with me the longest was really traumas 
that transitioned over into a lot of my adulthood behaviors, actions, um, and even in, including into my marriage. But something that she shared, which is true, um, it's pretty much about having to let it go and the mindset shift of it. And I would say, um, being honest about it, you know, being realistic that, hey, I'm feeling this trauma and mm-hmm. not burying it and allowing it to in your life, whatever that looks like, if it's mm-hmm. a relationship or um, like you say, grieving from family members and things like that and just to heal from it and then and some things I don't think you will always completely heal, um, especially right. when you're talking about like a grandparent or a mother and things yeah. like that. I just think it just, as life goes on and as you continue to heal, you will, you know, some days you'll have good days and some days mm-hmm. you may have those days where you still grieve it. Um, I know my grandmother passed two years ago and it's still to me new, um, but mm-hmm. I've no friends or people that has lost mothers um, 20 years ago and it still hits them the same as if it just happened so I just think as always it's a journey mm-hmm. yeah, yeah totally absolutely yeah. now yeah. You, you said something and that kind of was a great set leg, segue into the next question um, Ashley um, speaking about reliving that trauma, whatever that trauma looks like for you um, or the particular individual, what are some ways that you guys have, um, what are some tips or some strategies, I'm sorry, that you guys have used to kind of help you along the way to possibly not re-experience those particular events um, or just to kind of like help guide you with as far as like support and, you know, to, to push you through. Um, those particular hard moments of reliving those events. Um, for me, um, sorry. No, go ahead, honey. Okay. For me, mm-hmm. I would definitely say um, my spiritual relationship with God um, first and foremost, um, and then strongly second um, would be my um, relationships, my closest relationships, those who I um, support me, who I can go to to you know vent to sometimes or um you know just express how I feel you know honestly in moments um and being able to do that in a non-judgmental um but the, the combination of the two is definitely my my biggest two factors as far as how I deal with different um traumas um how I, you know in the most like the moments of grief and all, all of that good stuff really reaching out to my god and reaching out to my support system yeah, yeah. Ashley? Yeah, I agree with Kiana. Definitely for me, um, God is the head. So um, mm-hmm. definitely starting there. And then my main tip, I would say um, um, definitely helps the support. Sometimes I, where support sometimes is, I've had moments where not really reliving it, but being able to just self-reflect on those moments. Like, what did that moment teach me? Or um, what was it pulling at in that moment? Um, I can go back to a trauma that I had um, about a past. And I just self-reflected on it. And um, I journal. So sometimes I will, and I still do it, is and look through down and certain words that pop out to me or whatever I was feeling in that moment that sometimes actually help push me and drive me and motivate me through whatever I'm dealing with in life 
today. So Mm -hmm. for example, if I'm going through a trial or tribulation and I've been through a trauma trial in that previous season or whatever, I just lean on God to say, hey, if you got me through, you'll get me through this. And Mm -hmm. that motivates me. That's my drive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Shantae, do you have anything to add? I mean, both ladies just nailed it spot on, especially, um, you know, with God, he is, he's definitely the, the source, you know what I mean, uh, to, that helped me to overcome many, many difficulties. Um, and also what helped me was being around people who, who experienced what I experienced and not in regards to building trauma bonds but like entering support groups where we all could just uh, encourage each other. So that, uh, that was also very helpful. That, that, yeah, I totally agree with that as well. So you guys, I know, and I know you guys probably have heard or even experienced this as well. When individuals go through trauma or experience some form of trauma, they tend to sometimes blame themselves. Did you guys ever experience that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Especially Definitely. after, um, when I, you know, when I got molested or and or I really still don't even know the technical term of what I should call it. About older cousin, like for years, I thought it was my fault um, because I accepted it because I was trying to make him happy because I was this. So from then on, like I said, um, because of that I tend to went, um, you know, I my value, you know, for my my sexual part of my value was, was gone out of that. I think. Because I wasn't a virgin, technical virgin anymore, you know, that, hey, I can, you know, do it with whoever. And I definitely internalized that a lot. And it, like um, I actually stated earlier, it showed up in my adult relationships until I was able to learn to start um, healing from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True, true. Um, yeah. Anyone else have any feedback on that? I would say for me, um, mine's wasn't take accountability for it. Mine's was pointing the finger at everyone else and um that was my thing so having to deal with the type of traumas that I did go through um in some in some of the um, situations like childhood you know of course I will always blame you know when my mom allowed me to go dad did this and blaming everybody else and sometimes um not maybe sit also looking at um some of the traumas and also putting some of the putting it on myself so being like I honest about it mm-hmm. now I know you guys and especially for me I, I'm gonna admit it when I go through through like traumatic things that I deem traumatic um any type of traumatic event I tend to definitely isolate myself but over the years I've learned that and a close friend of mine she really brung that home for me and helped me to realize no matter how strong you think you are, everyone needs that person. They're their person. Um, yeah. I I used to like uh, tend to like hide the things that I would go through. One because I didn't want to be embarrassed, you know, and then didn't want people just to how we think tell our business or know our business. But my one friend, she has helped me over these past few years so much understand the concept of no, the strongest person need a person. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Um, and so, have any of you ladies experienced that, like withdrawing yourself from your friends, from your families, or other loved ones when you're going through traumatic events? Yes. Um, 
And but my thing is, I don't necessarily see it as a negative thing. I just feel like it has to be balanced because sometimes, like as you saying, we need that time to self-reflect. We need that time to sit with ourselves and really figure out what are we feeling right now. Because I can't. First of all, I can't express to a friend or a loved one how I'm feeling if I don't understand it myself. So it's times like in my healing process that yeah I will at first I will go off and, and just be with me so I can understand me and then when I'm ready to you know share that with again with my support system then I can better you know handle that mm-hmm. you know situation so to me it's just a, it's just a balancing thing um because yes I, I tend to yeah yeah <laughs> yeah 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 I agree any feedback okay, definitely, yeah. definitely balance but I would say um, I agree with Kiana it's, it's definitely a pros and cons to it because what I've learned and how God has given it to me is sometimes we want to be open but sometimes the person you're pouring it out to may not have the capacity to really take in or know how mm-hmm. to handle what you're going through mm-hmm. so for me I was going through so much pain and hurt and I used to pour it out on my husband but my husband didn't have the capacity to really understand how do I deal with a depressed wife or how can I help her get through this pain that she's going through so I think just being very wise at how you go and in, in, in find those support um you know can really help in a way because sometimes like he honestly you really do need that time to just sit and kind of just recognize like hey you know what is going on with me or why am I do this before because sometimes you may have support around but you may take out on the wrong person because you're hurting and mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer, hurt people hurt people. So if you're hurt, yes, yes. and if you don't really know how to deal with it yourself, it may come out in a wrong way and it may damage a, a good supportive friend. But sometimes people just know how to really support or, you right. know, may not have the answers. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is a, a, a really um, sticky question. You know, um, when it relates to traumatic, tra- traumatic events and trauma, um, you know, some people tend to turn to drugs or alcohol as a way to relieve or to restrain the negative feelings and emotions. Um, I personally have never uh, dealt with that personally, but uh, as far as like someone that's very close to me, um, a family member, I have. Um, when my a family member passed away, it really affected her. And uh, the drug of choice that she chose is just unbelievable because it's like, I, I just couldn't, I, in, a, in a thousand years, I just would have never imagined. But who am I to say what kind of pain that she is feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that yeah. was hard for me to accept because we have a close relationship and I even cried because I, I know that it's gonna be a uphill battle for her to get back to her true self because she's trying to hide other things that she's dealing with through that. Um, so have you guys either personally experienced that or someone you're close to experienced that? Um, I as a coping Yeah, I was drugs and alcohol. And um, yeah. I did it. I started drinking alcohol as young as uh, 11 years old, I would mm. say. So for me, drinking, um, one, I've been around it all kind of family members you know growing up seeing it um, my great grandmother was one of them that always I mean I would see her come home 
dealing with her pain and I mean she's wasted um but also same for me and I didn't really realize that it was a and until when I started noticing you know wow Ashley you're drinking a bottle a half a day um Mm -hmm. like it's soda or water and um a lot that was I'm trying to pile up and cope with and I would smoke all the time um I even did ecstasy pills at a time in my life um just all kind of things so yes it is definitely a way of you like hey I can get this quick high or drink this alcohol and it's going to take pain away even down for me even sex was also a a way Mm -hmm. yeah those were my outlets of pain relief yeah yeah yep absolutely and um my thing was it I started to be more conscious when I was once I started becoming more aware of it um of my drink I'm I'm not gonna say I've stopped drinking because I do you know drink on occasion when I go out or whatever the case may be um Mm. but a I tend when I'm not feeling good then I don't want to drink. I don't want to drink or smoke Mm -hmm. during those times because like now I know I'm replacing Mm -hmm. my feelings with this substance versus Mm -hmm. oh we're in a celebratory manner and it's like hey okay you know whatever birthday (laughs) you know whatever we celebrate then that's something different and Mm -hmm. so I've learned to again be more conscious even in that like why am I drinking am I drinking because I'm having fun am I drinking because you know this is you know a a good night you know in my good spirits or am I trying to suppress you know something that I'm feeling and so even with um even with marijuana you know I smoke you know sometimes as well and that has even and which is kind of funny that we're talking about because that has even evolved and I I'm loving where I'm at with my smoking now because it did start out smoking after I um, attempted suicide. That was the way mm-hmm. that, because I'm like, okay, if they finna try to put me on these medications anyway to calm me down, it's, it mm-hmm. was that or smoke this natural herb. I'm not gonna take these pills that y'all finna call yourselves giving me. So I started right. smoking. And so now I have that point just like with my drink. Like if I'm not if I'm not in a good place, then I don't want to smoke. I don't want to drink. I don't want to do any of these things because, again, I don't want to just cope over what I'm feeling. I actually mm. want to do the healing. Mm-hmm. I want to do the work. And um, I realized this week, like, I really haven't even been smoking that much this week. And I'm like, oh, look at me, girl. Look at me. Mm-hmm. Girl. Look That's at good. Me. Like, you got that too high. Look at you. <laughs> no, and guess what? You deserve to celebrate yourself because you really do feel accomplished. Like, it mm-hmm. almost feels like they say it's like a spirit that tries to try to take over you for a minute. You like, mm-hmm. oh my God, it doesn't have control over me. Mm-hmm. I can say right. no, I'm good, sis. I only want one drink. I don't need it's- third. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And see, yep. And, and, and that is so true. And you guys, um, again, going back to the the one traumatic uh event for me, you know, with my whole life and my daughters and my kids' dad, that situation. I picked up the cigarette habit and it was mm-hmm. I, heavy, heavy. I was smoking Cadillacs, y'all. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you, but guess what, y'all? I'm done. That is so over with. I haven't did that now in like some months. Um, mm-hmm. So like, I, and, and it was, it was because my daughters kept telling me, mommy, 
it's 1,050 million people that if they show that commercial on TV one more time, <laughs> they done oh. got it to uh, girls. Y'all, they got it down packed and they want to give me all these statistics and I'm just like, and you know, once, like how you guys said, when you kind of sit with yourself and you start sitting and just thinking and then like, I'm, I'm getting older and like mm -hmm. for my daughters to be so young and them care so much about that, um, they shouldn't even be thinking about that. You know what I mean? Amen. So, you know, so that's one less thing that they will have to worry about. And you guys would not believe it. They do pay attention because they've oh, been telling me almost every day, Mama, you're not smoking no cigarettes, Mommy. Good job. Good job. Oh, right. <laughs> Kids yes. hold you so much accountable. Yes. yes. And I think, yes. too, if we start to look at our kids, and I've say that, look at your kids. I look at my kids like, shoot, that's how God talks to me. I ain't never going to turn out what they say. And unfortunately, cycles have shown like, some people say, oh, you're a kid. Nobody don't want to hear what you say, but your kids are speaking to you. To and they you, right. repeating stuff to you because you like, oh, and, and I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I feel bad sometimes when my kids say, so I'll be like, oh my God, I don't need to do that. Because like you said, <laughs> right, they call you out. You feel like you you realize like, oh, they watching. And they yes. know. Oh yeah, they are watching. <laughs> and and God forbid if they expose you in public somewhere, and they're hmm. not even like, oh, they ain't gonna be mad and why did you put my business Look, in the streets? Yeah, I be to tell my students all the time, will you please stop telling me your mama's business? <laughs> see? Oh see, what see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Listen. That is that's hilarious. Cool, oh, well, man. congratulations, both of you ladies, because trust me, that's a big yes. deal. And I can definitely say when you have that control over, it just makes you feel so good to be like, this does not have control over me. And Ashley, that is exactly it. Because I used to think all the time, I cannot sm stop smoking these cigarettes. Like, every time I try, I would just t try to stop. I couldn't. I would do it for maybe a day and then just go mm -hmm. right back. I would find a reason. Mm -hmm. I, you know what I mean? Like, if I get if I get upset, I got to smoke a cigarette so I can calm down. Like, no, I don't. Who mm -hmm. said I had to do that? <laughs> like, who said I had to do that? Like, no, I don't. You know right. what I mean? And then, like, you guys, it's all, it's like it, it, everything you just said, Ashley, it's mind over matter. Mind over mm -hmm. matter. It's, it's mind over matter. And I, I, it took me a long time to see that and realize that. But... Yeah, it's exactly I can what say, you said. To add what helped me get over, because I'm like Kiana, I still have my drinks, but I'm I'm a limited person. Like you said, we celebrating, we ain't, I I can't do it. But I realized yeah, um, the <laughs> control that the body has over you, honestly, through fasting. Fasting mm -hmm. really helped me understand my mind better, my the foods, the alcohols, the everything, because mm -hmm. your body is like purifying, it's cleansing you start to realize like oh my god this really had control like I'm mm -hmm. just allowing it to control. even down to anger all of that stuff like mm -hmm. yes. start realizing like I'm sorry to say it I've said to myself like oh girl you got it bad you mm -hmm. get yeah. it together but once you get past those that cleansing part then you start to realize like this does not and I say it all the time and I still say those kind of affirmations every morning this power over me Mm -hmm. This will not win. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, that's that. Yeah, that's that's what's up. I, yeah, mm -hmm. affirmations. That's the thing. I, I I think that's something that. 
people really need to try to do more often. Um, and they will, if they try to do that more often, they will see the positive effect on your life because affirmations, they actually do work if you put them to use. They really do work. They really do. They do. I believe them. I was thinking about that earlier. I'm like, yes. You can't just say the words. Like, you literally Got have to put mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your mind and the words have to be on the same wavelength. Because on you the same. all day. And you know, and, and I'm and, and just to be just real clear about it, because, again, for those who just starting out, you may not believe it yet. And I've been there, too. So I don't want to mm-hmm. put it to where you can yes. at least start, at least start. And then by continuing to say it, eventually you will believe it. And the, mm-hmm. as the more that you believe it and then the more that you can continue to speak it, baby, the, the affirmations, that manifestation, all those things start popping up and you'll see all these synchronicities throughout your life all the time like dang I just spoke that and here mm-hmm. it is and like mm-hmm. I just like literally just like that yes. and like you say it shift your mindset and you don't start realizing like oh my god uh, people perspective even when they're going through it keep saying it even mm-hmm. when you don't even if you don't see it you know, you may not see it in a day. You may not see it in a month. You may not see yeah. it in two months. You know, like she said, it takes time. Mm-hmm. But even though, and some days you may not even feel it. Because a lot of times people want to feel it. They got to feel it. Like, I got to feel like I'm in. Some days you ain't going to feel it. But if right. you keep saying it and you keep, like she said, eventually your mind is going to catch up with what you're speaking. At some point, you got to believe it because you're saying it every day. And uh-huh. then I would even add to listen to stuff that, also add in a line and confirms what you are speaking because yeah. whatever put me in, it's eventually got to come out. It's yep. There you go, gotta gotta man. Mm-hmm. So if you feel it right, you gonna turn around and like she said, you gonna look back and be like, "Oh my God, I'm standing in the move of what I've asked for." Or I yeah. tell people that with prayer, that's all. Is mm-hmm. you can pray, but you have to believe as you walk this journey. Yeah. God ain't never said it's gonna be easy, but if you have faith and you believe. Over time, in obedient, you're gonna see you're gonna see change, and it may not look like the way you thought it. Mm-hmm, Sometimes yeah. it's better than you can expect. Right, right. Yeah. The biggest part because we still expect what we still want exactly what we think we want, but it's like the universe knows so much better yeah. <laughs> than we do, mm-hmm. and we have to trust in that because that is the key. Like. Even That's you know true. with all the desires, and yes, you're gonna get you know again everything that you're you're requesting. But like um, as you said, it's gonna be in such a way that it's like you would have never thought it was coming that way. You would have never thought you know that you was gonna meet your husband at four forty five in the grocery store with your <laughs> hair wrapped up in the beanie, mm-hmm. girl. For real, <laughs> That's right? Seriously, <laughs> and not even when you hurt. You'll never mm-hmm. think like you just think when we've been in traumatic moments. How many of us can really say, "I can be honest with myself." I- of that it just feel like I ain't gonna outlive this like it's just yeah, keep happening yeah but girl. when you come out of it you be like oh, that's why I say the journals help because you'll go back and look at something you maybe wrote 2015 mm-hmm. and you like OMG mm-hmm. and Ashley. sometimes I back and be like girl you was out your mind what was you thinking oh, Ashley <laughs> hello Ashley and I'll be like oh my girl oh my gosh girl you was definitely tweaking and then I'll go back and look and I'm like <laughs> 
oh my god like I did that like I did that like I did exactly <laughs> what I said I was gonna do you know what I mean like yeah. and, and, and then like when you're going back to the affirmation thing and speaking that that's exactly what it is it's it's, it's really just and, and it's very it's exactly what you said actually praying in Kiana it's it's the same thing manifesting it's all the same thing mm-hmm. and you're playing when you're doing your affirmations you're just planting the seed you're planting mm-hmm. the seed and you got it just like a plant, like a flower, it has to grow. You plant yes. the seed. And like you mm-hmm. said, Ashley and Kiana, the more you repeat it, the more repetition, the more, you know, mm-hmm. then there you go. That's, yeah. the, that's the water. The, the more you hang around positive people, that's that's water being added to your seed. The more you're yes. reading and, and, and learning, that's the sunlight. The more you, mm-hmm. you know, you're getting grounded, that's the dirt. Like all of it is needed to, to again, to thrive, to bring this lotus blossom out. And so all these things connected, yes, it, it blooms that seed, and before you know it, anyway, oh I ain't gonna God. say before you know it because you gotta <laughs> just take it moment at a time. Because like I say, like as you say, it's gonna take time, and who, who, who knows how much time it's gonna take. But by fully being present in the moment, again, and enjoying your life, next thing you know, everything, everything gonna be wide open for you, and you just gotta mm-hmm. keep believing. Yeah. yeah. Amen. 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 Um, well, ladies, this brings us to the end of this episode. I think this was a great episode, great topic. We shared a lot of great information. We shared some personal experiences and hoping that you guys as a listening audience was able to gain something beneficial um, from what you guys heard here tonight. Ladies, do you feel as if we missed anything that you would like to share with the listening audience? Nope. I think we covered Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think nope. we touched on it. Good. All right. All right. So then you guys, again, that brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for joining us. We hope that you were able to hear something beneficial. And if you guys enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on Spotify and Apple podcast. And with that being said, always remember you are a bond within your own shell. Peace, love and light you guys until next time. Good night. Good night. If you'd like to stay connected with us for free resources, community events, virtual events, and more, be sure to follow us on our social media platforms. You can follow me, Kia, at Bombshell 1111 Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can follow me, Shantae, at Our Mother and Stuff on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, as well as Omi's Ma Fertility Services on Instagram. You can follow me, Kiana D, at mascoff underscore crowns on at Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, as well as Queen's Confidence LLC on Instagram. And you can follow me, Ashley LaFavor, on Facebook, Instagram, and at Righteous Girl on TikTok. <laughs>